Boston.com. With this week's Mainline News Minute, I'm Gabriella Rafool from the WXVU Newsroom. Here's what's happening in the Mainline with WXVU's Mainline Community Events Billboard. Join the Wayne Woods Garden Club. Everyone is welcome to attend their meetings. The meetings vary between hands-on activities, lectures by local experts, and social events. In addition to the meetings, the club offers workshops, trips, and community projects. The next meeting is February 2nd at 7 p.m. on Zoom, and it will be about roses, lust, and innocence. For more information about the club, visit their website at waynewoodsgardenclub.info. If you have a community event in the main line you'd like to submit to WXVU's billboard, email wxvumusic at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Amine. Sometimes starting a conversation with a friend. You're listening to 89.1 WXVU, Father and Son Radio.
Welcome back to 89.1 WXVU Father and Son Radio. Uh, those last three songs you just heard were Once in a Lifetime by The Talking Heads, She Came In Through the Bathroom Window by The Beatles, and Long Distance Winner by Buckingham Nicks. We have some extenuating circumstances. Uh, actually, sorry, I realized you, you couldn't hear me, Charlie. Um, we have some extenuating circumstances. Uh, Charlie does have COVID. Charlie. Well, yeah, I feel like I'm over it though now. Okay, then this yeah, my, I mean, this is my last day. It's my last day in isolation. So we couldn't, we couldn't, <laughs> one day sooner. But it's working out. We we have uh, Charlie's on Zoom on my laptop, and uh, sounds pretty good to me. Oh, good. Yeah, you sound good. yeah. That's good. That's why I was worried about that. Yeah, I hope I hope everybody at home is also. Uh, hearing Charlie well, but, uh, yeah. How, how was your week? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah, so true. So true. <laughs> so, it, it was good on, um, on Wednesday, like on like Wednesday night, I was going to go to the, to the grog and everything, watch the game. I was like, you know, I, I was like, I got a little bit of a, something in my throat. I wasn't feeling too bad. I didn't have a fever or anything, but mm. I was just like, you know what, maybe I better stay in just in case. So I did, and I, I already scheduled a COVID test earlier that week on Thursday. So I was like, I'll just get tested tomorrow anyway. Like, might as well. So yeah, and I, and I got tested, and then they emailed me back. They said, hey, come back for a PCR test. So I had to oh, come back. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and then they said it was positive. So starting on Friday, I had to isolate for five days. And this is day number five. I, I had a sore throat pretty much like the whole time, but it's since gone away. So I have no more symptoms. And well, that's good. That's good. And yeah, and now they just they say they'll call me tomorrow and ask if I have symptoms. And if I don't, I think I can go to class tomorrow. So oh, we'll see. That's great. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. I, I'm thinking I had to have gotten it at the game because that's... as I was saying last week, it was a madhouse. Yeah. Uh... And and Lizzie didn't Lizzie have it? Doesn't Lizzie yes. have it too? Yeah, I mean, yeah. imagine I, I can't. I don't know. What? <laughs> but know, like, what can you extra do? Extra protected. Yeah. yeah, and now now you're good. Yeah, now you're all good for a while. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's all good. Yeah, my parents mm-hmm. say you found you sound great. By the way. Oh, great! That's good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was how was your week? My week's been pretty uh, good. I had my. Compiler construction class. I don't know if I talked about my teacher on here yet, but he's like a magician. Uh, he he's like he does close up magic. Uh, he did a That's couple. Fun. He did a couple. We we were we did the first couple weeks um on Zoom, and he did a couple magic tricks and stuff. And then today we had him in person. He's much much better in person. He's like a personality. He also said on like the first day of class that he spent ten years writing in Hollywood. He like said Whoa. he said he wrote for sitcoms and stuff, and he didn't like t- tell us which one was which. But somebody found his IMDb IMDb page uh, and found that he wrote for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I wish I, I, I want to look at it myself because some maybe maybe people are like overlooking very important stuff. But like yeah, maybe what they what they came back with That's was funny. his name is Tom Way. If you if you ever get the chance to look him up, or if you if anybody listening, oh, how do you spell Way? Uh, just like the normal way. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll check out his IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Um, whoa. Okay. Uh, did you watch any movies or anything? 
Yeah, well, see, I was I was isolating, so I, I had time to watch a few movies. Um, I watched, I rewatched Red Rocket. Um, I watched another Sean Baker movie called Starlet, which was pretty good. Um, I, I watched a I watched a 2021 movie. Uh, it's a Norwegian movie called The Worst Person in the World. Uh, it's I, I I think it'll probably be nominated for best foreign film. Um, Best international. What is it called again? Teacher, the worst person in the world. The worst. Norway. Okay. It was pretty good. It's kind of like a it's a romance drama. Um, It was good. Give that I give that a a eight out of ten. I watched Phantom Thread. Uh, Oh, I saw that you rated that. Yeah, which it was good, but I I just feel like I didn't like it as much as I wanted to because it was was Paul Thomas Anderson and I love his other movies like. uh, Um. You know, Boogie Nights, There Will Be Blood, The Master, all those, yeah. Licorice Pizza, which I didn't love Licorice Pizza either, but um, yeah. it, it was good. It was a good watch. Um, a great um, score by Johnny Greenwood of, of Radiohead. Um, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he does a lot of scores for Paul Thomas. Uh, I was going to say, you, you've talked about him doing a score before on the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dale Day-Lewis was, was great. Uh, yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Let me read something real quick. Um, WXVU, your home for Villanova sports. Listen for live play-by-play, play-by-plays of Wildcats basketball and football game home games with Pat Kapoor, Dan Winkler, and Nick Tanella on the call. Count on V89.1, The Roar, for coverage on Villanova sports you won't find anywhere else. And actually, they're going to do, if you stay tuned after our show, or immediately following our show, they're, uh, they will be covering the game at the Fin tonight. Um, so, yeah. so, so stay tuned for Sweet. that. Yeah. Nice. Um, so those are, I, oh, go ahead. I, I was, I was just going to say, I was, I was looking at my letterbox to, uh, to <laughs> see what I watched. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had the biggest smile on my face when I saw your rating for this movie. <laughs> I had the biggest, <laughs> um, stunned face when I saw your rating of this movie. <laughs> I didn't think you would go that far. Well, I don't want to. Say, we'll get in, I don't we'll want to get say in, anything though. further. I didn't think I didn't think you'd go that far, oh. <laughs> Charlie. You can't be serious. Oh, we'll we'll talk about. I'm we'll talk excited. about it. I'm very excited for that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I did since since the break or since we we last spoke. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Hey, oh, I forgot. There was to- a new. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say there was a new Animal Collective song. And oh, it was great. It was great. I loved it. Very excited for the album. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, I saw you posted that on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And and Beach House, of course. Oh yeah. They had new new batch of tracks. Because yeah. they're you said they're releasing the album like in parts. Yeah, it was the, this was the second to last part. I believe the last part is February eighteenth. How many? Some, how some many the parts, best music. Per, uh, parts per? The, the first two, well, the first two um, parts had four songs, oh. and this most recent part and the one coming out have five. So oh, that's a an, lot. It's an yeah, it's an eighteen song album. So a double LP. Yeah, it's double LP. Yep. How about that? And every song has been amazing. I was gonna say there there should be a new episode of the Book of Boba Fett coming out tomorrow which I'll, I'll oh. definitely be watching. Is that good? 
I like it. Yeah. It's kind of just like the Mandalorian show, like the same. And I like it. But, uh, yeah, I can't complain. I'm, I'm kind of get, getting it back into Star Wars at the moment. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if been last time I, I, I finished Yellow Jackets. Oh, yeah. Uh, that show. Yep, yeah. Yep, that, yep. that was a great... That was a great ending to the first season. Um, high recommend. It's and I believe we should be getting a second season um, the end of this year. So. Oh really? Yeah. That's soon. Very exciting. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Good show. Uh, I w- I will say this is probably something you don't care about, Charlie. But um, I've been watching. I've been rewatching Downton Abbey with Maria. And they're coming out with a new movie. There, yeah, I was going to say, a new movie. Yep, they're coming out with an, an, a second movie in, I think, like, March, March-ish, April, maybe. Uh, so I'm very excited for that. There was already a movie that came out, like, I think last year. Or maybe it was the year before, like, in the fall or spring. Um, was which, that good? I, I really like that. And it, it kind of okay. felt like a true end to the show, so I'm, I'm surprised. I, I'm wondering where this movie will take us, but... I'm gonna be honest. I have very high expectations, and I don't. I don't let. I don't think they'll be let down at all. I think it'll be very. Well, that's good. good. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. My mom. My mom will be watching that movie. I'm sure. We, we should. Uh, we should bring her on the show yeah. for the day after that, that happens. Down no, Abbey. Yeah, well, I'd love to. I'd love to chat with Michelle. Down no, Abbey discussion. Yeah. Um, and. Fun. And also, I just want to point out that. Two weeks time so not next show but the show after we'll be having our ostrich discussion yep. so that's very exciting that is very um, exciting so yeah we'll have a, another reviewable next week but we won't the week after mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. talk about the oscars so um yeah just look forward to that that'll be fun i i really got to start watching some of the the potential 2021 movies uh, yeah. because i want to make good good picks this year I think I've seen a couple. Well, 2019, I, I think I had a good year for like seeing a lot uh-huh. of them. But 2020, uh, yeah. no. Yeah, same with me. I, I don't think I saw many in the 2020s. But yeah, 2019, I, I think I'd seen most of the best picture ones. Um, but I, I have a good feeling this year. I think I, I will have seen most of the best pictures. Um, I think. We'll see. And I, got, I already have like who I want to be nominated for something so like I can I have my snubs already in line if they're not uh, nominated that's so that's crazy. good oh my gosh do, uh, does, do you think that website that we used last year is going to have like a, a big template like they did last year yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good I, that's a good website I like that one yeah yeah I forget what we used like Manny Fair or something I forget but um it, I can look to see there'll, there'll be a there'll be a couple of them there'll be um yeah, and it'll be the the nominations are announced that that Tuesday, that day. So they'll be you know fresh off the presses. Yeah, we will be. That'll be. Uh, it'll be news. We'll be the. We'll we'll break. We'll be breaking the news. The Gold Knight is the website. Gold Knight. Yeah, okay. thegoldknight.com. They had like a big All template right. with like stuff, and then we 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 mocked up the PDF. Mm-hmm. And like highlight it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we had to signify our locks. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good times good times yeah all right so look forward right, to that yeah. look forward to that, yeah, that that'll in, be fun in two weeks fun. time mm-hmm. and I look forward to the actual review show of the oscars as well oh yeah yeah wait when, is it, when are the oscars i don't know that's a good question i'm gonna look that up real quick yeah 
It's the Oscars 2022, I believe, and March 27th. So okay. we got we got yeah. a we got a good while. We got a good yeah. I mean, our our most popular shows will be spread out, so everybody will keep listening. So that's yeah, good. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's ideal. So yeah, okay. mark, mark your calendars. That should be a Sunday, March 27th, I assume. So March 30th, third, no, 29th. 29th, yeah. March 29th, we will be on the air talking about um, the aftermath of the Oscars of this year. Keep My that sister's in mind. birthday. Oh. I think... Uh, yeah, so yeah, look, out, look, out for, look out for those. Yeah. Any Anything else on your brain, Charlie? No, that's it. I, I'm just ready. I... A conversation that we're gonna have uh, a little later. <laughs> I I don't know if I am ready. I, I'm, I'm gonna play one song that I like. Well, I'll well I like all three of these songs, but two of them I I chose in particular because of the emotions of this movie that they evoked. One of them in particular, you will immediately remember, and I'll be like, okay, I understand Joe's point of view. So with that, I will be uh, I will be muting myself on Zoom. I can't wait and uh, playing these songs. So we'll be right back.
Happier, more productive, comfortable, not drinking too much, regular exercise at the gym, three days a week, getting on better with your associate employee contemporaries, at ease, eating well, no more microwave dinners and saturated fats, a patient better driver, a safer car, baby smiling in backseat, sleeping well, no bad dreams, no paranoia, careful to all animals, Never watching spiders done a plug hole. Keep in contact with old friends. Enjoy a drink now and then. We'll frequently check credit at moral, bank, hole in wall. Favors for favors. Fond but not in love. Charity standing orders. On Sundays leaving old supermarket. No killing moths or putting boiling water on the hands. Car wash. Also on Sundays. No longer afraid of the dark, only day shadows nothing, so ridiculously teenage and desperate nothing, so childish. At a better pace, 
Exploring your calculated. No chance of escape. Now self-employed. Concerned, but powerless. An empowered and informed member of society. Pragmatism, not idealism. Will not cry in public. Less chance of illness. Tires that grip in the wet. Shot of baby strapped in backseat. A good memory. Still cries at a good film. Still kisses with saliva. No longer empty and frantic. Like a cat. Tied to a stick. That's driven into. Frozen winter shit. The ability to laugh at weakness. Calm. Fitter. Healthier. And more productive. A pig. In a cage. On antibiotics. V891 The Roar is proud to feature new and upcoming artists. Listen every Thursday at 11.30 p.m. for New Track Thursdays, our curated playlist featuring lesser-known musicians spanning across multiple genres. Send in your suggestions and requests to WXVU891 at villanova.edu. And check out New Track Thursdays every Thursday at 11.30 p.m. on V891 The Roar. Welcome back to 89.1 V, The Roar, Father and Son Radio. Those last three songs you just heard were Remedy by Maroon 5 and featuring Stevie Nicks. Um, and then the classic Karma Police, Fitter Happier duo from Radiohead's OK Computer. Nice. I like that. You did? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I thought it would be pretty fitting, at least oh, uh, fitter, happier. Because that's kind of what it made me feel, this movie. It made it, you feel fitter, happier? It made me feel confused, <laughs> scared, worried, questioning everything. Good. I think, I think that's the point. I, 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 you know what? That's good, because then if that was the point, then... Yeah. I think that's what David Lynch wanted. Yeah, it, it worked. However, uh, I wish that wasn't the point. So this is, of course, David Lynch's first feature-length film, Eraserhead. Um, Eraser. 1977 that we're talking about here. Uh, and Joe, what's this movie about? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I, like, I really... It's essentially like a guy has a child with this girl... But is it really a child? It's kind of like a weird creature, being, alien thing. It's not, I don't believe it's an alien, but a weird creature thing that causes problems. Sometimes we see this woman with cheeks that look weird. <laughs> Sometimes we see a guy pulling levers. Um, mm -hmm. There's one moment where we actually see the eraser head meaning. Yeah. Place. I don't even know what that was about. Um, it's trials well, and tribulations of this guy, I guess. I believe the those the the lady with the cheeks. I believe she's referred to as um, like officially the the lady in the radiator, and and the guy pulling levers is the man in the planet. Great, thank you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so it descriptive. So. Uh, I love I love the the extraneous material that we had to go through to get those names. Um, yeah, so this is 
classic Lynchian movie. It, it's weird. I'll just, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll go and say that. <laughs> it's definitely a weird movie. But there, there is, you know, there's a pretty, there's a driving plot throughout that, like, is followable. But there's definitely some detours along the way, such as the lady in the radiator, um, the eraser head, um, you know, the, yeah, the, the man, the planet. Um, but I, I think deep at its core, it's basically... Um, it's just a film about the anxieties of parenthood, fatherhood, what? basically. Well, yeah, right? that's crazy. What? <laughs> go on, go on. Go you don't on. see that? You don't see that? Yeah, no. So this this guy, he's obviously, you know, he he learns that he's having a kid, um, and and well, and also David Lynch. This is around when he had his daughter, I think, and she had. I think she had like clubbed feet that she needed surgery to get fixed or something. Oh. So I think like this is something, you know, you, you learn you're becoming a father. Um, you, you have anxiety, you know, what, what like when the baby's going to be deformed, is the baby's going to get sick. Um, After seeing everything, this movie, I, yeah. I don't think I would want to be a child of David Lynch's. <laughs> I'm sorry for his children. I don't know. Like if this is his experience... Oh, that's Sorry. true because I mean he does end up killing the child. <laughs> so true. The mom walks out on the child. The mom like, yeah, basically that's like he's. That's like another one of those anxieties. Like, what if I have to take care of this baby all by myself, uh, as well? What if I can't, um, you know, my wife with the the girl next door because of the baby? Fears. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think one thing I love about this movie is is how much it just feels like a dream. Um, like this is a nightmare. Classic, like, yeah, yeah, like a nightmare. Like, um, like oh, I had a dream. Like I, I was at, I was meeting my girlfriend's parents, and, and then start cutting this tiny chicken, and it started leaking, and then <laughs> and then I had a baby, but it was deformed, and then. It got sick, and, <laughs> and there was a lady in the radiator, and she sang to me. Oh, and then, you're right. And then, you're describing it like someone would then, describe a dream. You're right. And then I cut open the baby, and like it just started, you know, pus started coming out. Yeah. And then I saw the lady, and Lots then all was white. Stuff. And <laughs> it's just it, the way that David Lynch captures um, that nightmarish feeling or that feeling of anxiety, I think it's – unlike anything I've seen before. And that's why I love it so much. It's, it's one of the most, it's just so unique. And, but it's, it's unique, but like what value does this have? Well, what I'm saying is, is the way that it makes you feel, feel the anxiety in such an abstract way that, you know, movies can make you feel anxious, but the way that it does it here is so like almost not describable. And just in a it way, doesn't, like, yeah, you, you can't you describe it. it. I, I just like the way, like, the pure like feeling of it and as i was saying i just felt like i was in a dream or a nightmare the whole time and yeah i i just think it's so effective i <laughs> i think it was effective but to me like it did not seem like there was a point to the movie like it didn't it didn't feel like to me they were trying to i don't know do that like emphasize the anxieties of having a child or whatnot I, it just seemed like they were 
displaying weird things to me and 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 uh, trying just to get a reaction. Be, just weird to be weird. Yeah, it's weird to be weird and yeah. like maybe trying trying to get a reaction out of me, but like I I don't particularly see the the value of trying to get a reaction out of me. Like you can try, yeah. you can try and 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 scare me and, and make things look weird on the screen, but like what what for? Like I mean, yes, that's gonna work. Yeah, and and I think maybe there is definitely some stuff. I mean, it is Lynch, so there probably is some stuff that's weird to be weird. But I feel like most of the stuff in it, I I feel like you can pull some kind of metaphor or meaning out of. Like yeah, I, I as for example, the lady in the radiator, I. I kind of take her as, at least in my, I mean, that's what I love about this movie is like you can, anyone can have their own meaning to it, but I kind of take her as um, like the, basically maybe death, but also relief. Um, because in in her song, which I, the song kind of slaps. I love this song. <laughs> in heaven, everything is fine. The Pixies cover, the Pixies have covered it. Uh, they it, did? It actually, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about playing Debaser, only because it sounds like Eraser. Ah, nice. But that's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, I, I've seen. There's like a video of like I think it's during like a. I don't know if they've ever done it in the studio, but they've definitely done it like in a live show. Um, they definitely covered it. Um, but you know, she she keeps saying in heaven everything is fine. So I think, um, that's that's getting to is, um, our main character Henry. By the way, Henry Spencer. I- Yep, I, I, I noticed that one. The mailbox, uh, of course, from Psych. Love uh, Psych. But yeah, so uh, I gotta take that as him either maybe thinking that he wants to kill himself to just get away from this anxiety and get away from everything that has to do with this this child um, to the sweet relief that he will feel of death. Um, also, maybe I, I also could take it as because before she sings a song. She also like stomps on all of the like the little, you know, worm kind of things, and so it, it could be maybe that's him thinking of wanting to kill the child, um, and giving the child the relief of death because, I mean, the child obviously is not mm-hmm. child's like suffering is <laughs> deformed, so it's true, sick, everything like that, um, and also the very beginning you have, you have Henry opening his mouth and like the you know the little. Parasite creature, yeah, um, and then and then like the lever is pulled and like it, it like goes into the, the hole or whatever. And I, I and I think and I think a lot of people have said this that that kind of represents the conception of the baby. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I think the man in the planet is is like a kind of like a godlike figure because he kind of you know he sets he literally sets the whole movie in motion. Yeah, all of the events. Um, yeah, I I I would comment on. Um... To me, it sounds like you think that like, or your your take on Henry is that he is just like a normal guy, and he happened to like conceive this child with his you know girlfriend wife now uh, that was deformed. To me, I take it that like Henry is some sort of weird being, um, and he like he's involved with the like the parasitic creatures, the little worms, like he is kind of himself one of them because at one point his head comes off and he's yeah, hiding true. he's hiding one of those weird things inside his body i i took it to be like he is one of the like creatures and he like 
gave you know when he when he uh, mm. conceived this child with the with the girl, that was like the result because of his you know DNA and whatever. And this whole movie, I'm like, okay, well, what what's going on? Why does he like? Why is he related to these like weird beings? What are these weird beings doing? Why did he put that like little tiny wormy one in his like yeah. box and he never <laughs> never addressed it again? Where did he get that? Uh-huh. Why are the eraser shavings all over his room? Are they part of him? Is he an eraser? Like what? This is these are the questions that never get answered. For me. <laughs> See, those are interesting questions though. Those are, but they never um, answered. Makes you think. I, one thing um, I, that's interesting. Um, and I also think about like the whole eraser head thing. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, his hair is all like looks like an eraser. Yeah, and obviously he he literally like his head's made into erasers, and. I think that's simply like to me, just what I get out of that, like simple as possible. I, I kind of just think he really wishes he could, like, uh, could say erase um, mistakes of his past, such as like maybe having the child. Like, if he could erase that, um, have that not have happened to him. <laughs> like, that's how I take it. It's pretty simple, like that explanation. So there's probably more to it, but I think maybe. that's an interesting way to show that. <laughs> that's a good point. I, I I guess this is just like on me because we've we've known that I I don't like to think about movies like we do like we're talking about right now. I I don't find the like fun in thinking about like oh what why is why the eraser I I would rather just have the director tell me what their thoughts are. Okay, well yeah, then then lunch definitely is not for you. No. <laughs> yeah. But I I like it. I like. I like just having it very open-ended because then you can put your own little interpretations and spins on it. It's not like so concrete and like set like, oh, this happens and this happens and this happens. I I like having a little, you know, like maybe like imprinting my own uh, thoughts into it. Maybe David Lynch, maybe I'm saying stuff, a lot of people are saying stuff that David Lynch did not intend at all, but I'm sure he loves it though because he he doesn't explain his movies he he refuses to true i i just <laughs> there's just one really funny clip um where he he's being interviewed and he says he says the racer head is actually my most spiritual film and then and then the interviewer goes can you expand on that and he says no <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny no <laughs> no but uh david lunch he's, he's a fun guy he, i I don't really watch it every morning, but I used to, and I'm still subscribed to it. But every morning on his channel, he does the. That's he him. Does the, he does the weather report. Yeah, that's. Him. Uh. <laughs> he does. He does the weather report, and he picks a number one through ten, uh, every morning for like since, I think since like early on pandemic, he's been doing that. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's him. <laughs> it's David Lynch. Let me let me read yeah. something real quick. Tit, sorry to interrupt you though. Um, feeling stressed from classes? Join Campus Ministry for a taste of mindfulness meditation on Mondays from 1 to 1.30 p.m. during the fall semester. Sessions will take place on Zoom. Contact Campus Ministry for more information. Actually, I think that was that must be out of date because it said fall semester, but oh well. I blocked it out on the document. Okay. Doesn't matter. Um, back to the show. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, um, a lot of this movie, I just found it very difficult to get through. And it's not, 
I like I can understand the merit in like having things be open ended. Like, there's some elements of some movies that we've talked about on the show that I enjoy that are one hour uh, that are um, open ended, kind of like one hour photo, like last week. I know that being was John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich, yeah, yeah. that was that was pretty open ended. Um, I <clears> like that a lot. One hour photo, I just said um, that, that was less open ended, but still, the ending was pretty open-ended. yeah, but like everything up to it was yeah, yeah. Um, for this movie, like, it seems like it's just, like, nothing to go on. And when I, I was watching it, and when I was watching it, I was just, like, having a hard time. I was like, I can't, like, there's nothing in here that's, like, making me, I just don't want to watch it. It's painful to, painful to get through. It's difficult. It's definitely difficult. I don't, but, I don't um, deny that. But why, why did it need to be rewarding? Difficult? No, I, I, I don't think, think it was rewarding at all. It, I think that makes it rewarding. Why? I I wish I had the the an hour and twenty nine minutes back. Like I don't I don't feel rewarded by finishing that movie. Well, that that's another thing though. This this movie I do feel like it's a good length because if it was like longer than that, I think it would be a little much. Because I actually think it goes by pretty quickly. Um, really? But yeah, I, I think it does. Especially oh. this last viewing, this most recent one. I I, I thought it was. It felt like an hour went by, or even less. But when did you watch it before? Um, probably about a year or so ago, maybe a little more than a year ago. Did you ever talk about it on the show? I don't know. I, I probably brought it up and said I gave it like because I gave it a ten star the first time I watched it, and I that's crazy. I I still believe that to be the case after watching it again. Um, I think even more so. I think I liked it way more on the second viewing. I think this movie definitely. Is is better on a, on a second viewing. Stay um, tuned for my rating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this movie is so it's so spacey. Like it, it's a about a twenty page script, I think. Yeah, that would, and, that would check out. And I think like in Hollywood, I was reading something they would usually go off the rule of like a minute per per page of a script, and so they're, like they were they're hesitant to like make this because they thought it'd be like really short, but. There's so much space, like, in between a lot of things. Just to, I mean, honestly, just to like, hey, look at this. Like, <laughs> even between, like, there's a, it looks great though. Everything. It does look great, especially for the time. That like yeah. that the animatronic or whatever they used to get the baby to do that. That looks very good. I, like, I, I I have some trivia about that, but we'll get. Okay, to good. That. The the blood and the effects of that. But for me, like, what was hard to to get through was was exactly that about how it's like so spaced out especially yeah. even like the dialogue from the dinner scene when when someone would say something even henry himself he'll like someone will ask him a question he like looks and kind of squints or grimaces and, and says like yes and then the uh, someone else at, like is completely silent or asks him another question a minute later and it's just like hard to get through what, even like just watching like dialogue i will say though the father Comedy gold, such a funny guy. Hilarious, love yes. that guy. The, the part I, I, when, I wanted, yeah, the part when the the daughter is like hiding behind the kitchen door, waiting for the mother to tell or to drag Henry into the other room to tell him about the pregnancy, and you see the father's face just like smiling and grinning, <laughs> kind of like crazy eyes right at him, and the daughter's like crying right behind him. That hilarious. That's very funny. That I was gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna say we should talk about the dinner scene because it's it's hilarious. It's so funny. I, that part is hilarious. The dad is funny, but the the rest of it is just so slow, and I, I can't like I'm like trying to pick, pick, piece it together, and then all of a sudden 
the mother has like uh, I don't know a seizure or some sort of, uh, of episode in in her body. The daughter has a similar event. I don't know what those were. I, I, th- I think maybe it could be something like um, you know I, I think this movie the main the main theme is anxiety, and I think maybe this this could be somewhat of people's anxiety of meeting a a partner's parents or something like that. And maybe they think they're weird and this is kind of exaggerating that um, to a point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, it's, it's possible. Um, yeah. It, there's, um, there's a whole like, the whole like setting of the movie is very weird because like it, it, it kind of seems like it's, it's like set in like some kind of wasteland post-war or i mean you can kind of hear war sounds going on sometimes in the background so maybe like yeah. during war but it's it's very weird and there's some people who say there's be some like a post like nuclear fallout or something and that's why that's why they have these synthetic chickens that's why the baby is deformed oh. stuff like that uh i don't know but yeah i shouldn't think about possible mm-hmm. um i don't know that's true. Like the, the the chickens were weird. As soon as they yeah. started to move, I was like, "Oh no." Um, did you have anything to say about like the grandmother? I'm assuming her she was. Uh, yeah, that was that was interesting too. That she kind of reminded me of um, I I don't know if you've seen it, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There was a similar kind of character. Okay. That's just like in a wheelchair and doesn't move. <laughs> but she's um, able to smoke. <laughs> just reminded me that. Yeah, she can smoke. That's good. Honestly, I I, I don't I'm not sure exactly. Um, what 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 her point is, but I mean, I'm sure people have some kind of interpretation. Is there a point to anything? I don't know. I think there is. Uh, I think there's a point to a lot of it. I know. Uh, I think there there. You know what? You, there there definitely is a point, but why? Why was there this point? Why was the point that? Why was the point to question? Well, because he or, I, or make because, fear. Because David Lynch and many other fathers and parents in general you know are anxious about having a kid it's very it's very it's very scary so Um, true i mean you're right about that but i didn't i really did not pick up on that anxiety aspect of this movie and and, you know he could say he could have a line in there he kept script lines where like oh i'm so so anxious to have a kid oh my god what if it's sick what what if blah 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 instead he just shows it in the most abstract and and most you know, immersive way I possible, I think. <laughs> so to me, to me, like, it did not make me feel like, it did not make me relate to him and his anxiousness. If anything, it made me, and this didn't really happen, but like, I can, I can imagine my, well, it kind of did. When, when the, like, the wife leaves and the child is sick, I was thinking like, I, I would not want to do that. If I had a child, I would not want to leave them. I would, I would not want my wife to like yell at that, the child. Or yeah. like walk walk out. I, I'd be like, this is terrible. I would want to do a better job. I wouldn't be like relating and be like, oh my gosh, so true. Like that's 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 anxious. That's making me anxious. Like, well, I mean, it's it's that would be a scary thing. That wouldn't, wouldn't that be? Um, yeah, but but in this give you anxiety, if if you were left alone with your kid and it was like sick and everything, like that's a scary thing. That would just in, the Don't movie in that those aspects of the movie inspired me or make made me feel that I would not want to be in those situations of that and be better uh, as opposed to like relating and then you know i don't know I, well he doesn't he, i don't think he wants to be in this situation either so true <laughs> well maybe he shouldn't have uh well oh 
<laughs> yeah, that's a little. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also, I mean, there. I think there's an also a point of he's afraid that the baby's gonna ruin his love life. <laughs> oh, he, he starts, um, you know, starts kissing that girl from next door and everything, and then but then she doesn't want to see him anymore. She's with the other guy, and I think. Yeah. I think he blames the baby for that, and I. And that's another thing that he's saying. Then he kills the baby. Right after that. Shall we uh, we talk about the ending? What? Yeah. What? What (laughs) ending? I don't even remember what happened. Um. He. So. He cuts open. Well, you think it's just like cutting open like the gauze or covering or whatever. Like he's actually cutting open the baby's like chest, the cat, like his whole body. Oh, he Um, was cutting open the baby at that point. Yeah, and then like I just see, thought that like, was like what happened after he opened you just, his jaws. You, you just see like the insides and everything, and and he like kind of, and then he stabs like the insides, and then it just starts erupting, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And it, I guess in I guess he decided he did decide to kill the baby because it was too much for him, and and then I think also, you know, the baby the baby's head grows and like the neck comes out, and and then like the insides of it starts like cause like the electric to you know short and everything yeah and eventually we get him um coming up to like basically embracing the lady in the radiator and what i take that to mean because as i said before i i I think she represents kind of like the relief that he would get from like just not being anymore maybe just just, yeah um death um and i i think he Basically killed himself in the end <laughs> after I, yeah, killing the baby. That checks out. I, I agree with that. I don't know though. There's many different. I don't know. Many interpretations, but it could be also. People say that that's him. Um. The the lady in the radar just basically represents like an escape from fear or like getting over his fear, and maybe in the end he learns more happily. He kind of learns to get over his fears and. And anxieties by embracing the lady in the radiator. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I think of it maybe a little bit darker, but but the lady in the radiator definitely is like a more, you know, happy presence in this movie that's mostly dark. Yeah. And nightmarish. She's like a nice little reprieve. Why the, and all that. Why the lady in the radiator have those cheeks? Any any thoughts I on I, I don't know. I, I think that just might be to like uh, I think a lot of this movie, a lot of stuff might be to like disarm the audience, kind of um you know, make them maybe a little bit like I don't even know how to describe it, just and get that weird feeling out of them or get that nightmarish feeling that surreal I think it's like surrealist maybe. Like yeah. get that just a, a surrealist feel to it and you know, kind of catch the audience off guard and all of that. I don't know if there's, I don't know if he had a certain meaning behind that, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was just for the feel. Because, I mean, that's a big, like, this movie is very atmospheric. And I think mm-hmm. just all of that surrealist stuff going on, all of that weird stuff, I just, I just, like, it, like, it's like a painting. Like, just if you want to look at a, like, a Dolly painting or whatever. It's very surreal. You get that feeling. It's kind of similar to this movie's kind of similar to that, just getting that surreal feeling. 
Yeah. I think just the vibes. It it definitely is surreal. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Let me uh let me, let me play something real quick. We'll be right, uh, right back. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. And we are back, V89.1, The Roar, Father and Son Radio. Here, we're here. We're talking about Eraserhead. This is um, our reviewable of the week. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I just, one thing that I think we'd be remiss if we did not mention is the sound design of this movie. Oh, so true. <laughs> yeah. Um, at, some, at some points, I, I was listening to this, I was actually watching it on my laptop with headphones in, in Khan. Um, just uh, just hours before entering the studio today, um, and there were parts where I had to like pause it for a second, and I didn't realize that the like environmental noise or like ringing was part of the movie, and yes. I, I paused it and I was like, "Whoa, that's weird." Yeah, I didn't realize that that it, was it, happening. Definitely, there's always like there's always like this like ambient sound kind of in the background, like a little bit droning. Yes, just to kind of and it yeah and it kind of. You kind of forget about it a little bit, but it's just there the whole time, and I I, I love that. It's just again with the atmosphere thing. It I definitely think that's great. It definitely works to the advantage of the of of Mr. Lynch. He knows what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, there's yeah. So there, there's that um, that all that ambient sound, but there's also like the sounds of just the you know everything else, like the baby. Um, yeah. Everything. All the sounds are so like visceral. And and so they, they feel like amplified a bit, like they feel like really in your face. Just to, I mean, in a way, some of them probably like just to gross you out a little bit, um, but maybe enhance that that dreamlike state or something. But I I just think yeah, the sound and everything, the foley, whatever. Um, great, really, um, like really great. I love it. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I, I can't I, I can't argue, I can't argue with that at all. Uh, I definitely agree. And it does work. It does work for the movie. Um, it, it makes you feel weird. It makes you feel scared. It makes you feel yeah. concerned. It makes you uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Um, uh, for me, like the sounds that that took place during like the spaciness, the spacey parts. Um, that was. That was weird. Uh, well, yeah. why do I like? I don't know. The headphones are being weird. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, I did like that part. I liked it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 in like the in the beginning when he goes to the um, his girlfriend's house to meet the parents and everything. Mm. There's yeah, yeah. There's just like constant like there's just a little whistling noise in the background, and then he he goes in the house then you hear like this it kind of sounds like like a sucking noise or like or like it could be like mice or something like what oh, is that oh yeah that was weird. <laughs> and, like, and it's and it's just there and like you know like it's not mentioned or anything they're just sitting and then there's a shot it cuts to like the dogs the dogs 
Why was yeah. that? Honestly, if if they never showed to the dogs, I wouldn't have questioned it because I would have been like, all right, yeah, that's just weird. It's part of the movie. I think maybe that might have been something like, I don't know, parenthood, some kind of that's thing like that. I, I don't know. An image of parenthood, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Perhaps, perhaps the sound is like, I mean, the sound was pretty gross to hear. It was, yeah. Um, even, I mean, like, the, the the dogs and the puppies weren't exactly gross to look at, but, I mean, you can imagine. Yeah, and that's that's an interesting thing, too, because, like, you look at it, it's not, it's not gross, but, like, the, the sound, like, how visceral and kind of just gross it is. It's, yeah, it's... I was, yeah, I was going to say, like... Without seeing it, yeah. Um, uh, perhaps that's a, another addition to, the, to your theory about the parenthood anxiety, just hearing about or, you know... Thinking mm-hmm. about yeah. the sound in the background, it makes you feel concerned about parenthood because, you know, obviously that's parenthood in the dog's world. And, and that's the big part of, of, like, the baby is it's crying. It's, like, always crying and, it, and you know, the sounds. And that, like, drives it drives the wife insane. She, yep. has, to, she has to leave. Um, yeah. um, um, while, we're, while we're in the house... In in yes. the, uh, the the family's house, this is just like a fun little tidbit of information that I extrapolated. The father really reminded me of some of the parts, uh, some of the the character of Willem Dafoe in the Lighthouse. Okay, okay, I see that. <laughs> you I know what that. I mean? I like that. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> no, and, and only like the the funny like parts, not not like the crazy mm-hmm. parts. Just yeah. Why'd you spill your beans? Why'd you spill your like, beans? Like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were talking about that, right? Like, when he's, he, he, the, the dad asks, um, Henry, he says, what do you know? And then he, like, smiles like this. And then, <laughs> and he says, I don't know much or whatever. And he's just, he just, he keeps looking at him with the smile. It's, it's just so funny, but also a little creepy. Yeah. I, <laughs> and like, he's, he's saying, like, oh, look at my knees. <laughs> and then the, what? There, he's like, come look at my knees, and then the mom and the the wife are like, no, stop! And like, why? What's wrong with his knees? Like, so I mean, what even, can he even show? To, even to them, like he's weird. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, that was funny. He was really like, well, yeah, he was funny. I, I really one thing I liked. Um, I, I love the the reveal of, of the baby because oh. I, I like when when um, the mom of the baby she says. She's they're not even sure if it's like human or a baby or whatever, then it um and then she says so like, like, it's premature. That, that, yeah, and then at first it's like mm, interesting. What is, what is that supposed to mean? And then <laughs> and and then you just see her trying to feed it and it's like, oh okay, like I see what's yeah. going on here. And and the way when she and she like forced open the mouth and puts the food in, and the way that they have like this animatronic like prop or whatever spit out the food, it's so like it's like the way they get the spit and like purse its lips is, is kind of like so realistic. Yeah, like, I don't know in, how they did that. It's it's crazy and it's it's very off-putting. The the level of like skill and and yeah. realness of animatronics and like practical effects of the olden days. Yeah. They're always they were always very accurate. Let, let me hit you with a little trivia oh, please. since we're on this topic. Yeah, absolutely. So apparently um, the physical effects that were used to create this deformed child were kept secret, or I still have been kept secret. Um, Interesting. And David Lynch actually had the, the projectionist 
who was working on it blindfolded to avoid revealing the prop's nature. Um, and he refused to, <laughs> and he refused to discuss how, discuss how it was made. And he even, he's joked, he's jokes around when he's asked, he said it was born nearby, or he said maybe it was found. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but some people speculate that it was constructed from a skinned rabbit or lamb fetus. Um, so there you go. There's, there's, there's a lot of mystery shrouded in this, which I think makes it even creepier. And well, if I, that, I love that. If those are the case, I guess you can't say no animals were harmed during the creating of this movie. <laughs> maybe not. Gosh. But I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, also, I, I want to uh, give a little uh, shout out to Philadelphia oh. um, because it, it wasn't filmed there, but um, David Lynch uh, used to live in Philadelphia. Oh, it says he lives in a, he lives in a troubled neighborhood, and a lot of this film's tone and kind of setting was inspired by <laughs> uh, his, his the place where he lived in Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see that. He said. <laughs> He said he spent years living in an atmosphere of violence, hate, and filth. It was rife with crime, inspired the bleak urban backdrop of the film. Um, That's he crazy. said he said he saw so many things in Philadelphia he couldn't believe, such as he said he, he said, I saw a grown woman grab her breast and speak like a baby, complaining her nipples hurt. That this kind of thing will set you back. <laughs> set you back. That's so, true. I mean, That's I, so true. That, even that without oh. David Lynch, so, so I mean, there's a reason he's weird. I, it seems like he spent time a lot of around some pe- peculiar um, people. Jeez. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I, I so, think that that sounds about right about Philadelphia. Shout out to Philadelphia. It's an inspiring whole tone and setting of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Are, are um, have we moved on to like the trivia segment? Uh. Yeah. I think mostly. Yeah. I. I wish I remembered. Unless, unless there's anything else, unless there's anything else we're talking about, please. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I, I got most of my thoughts out. I think. Um, I'm sure you all understand my sentiment. I'm sure you all get my sentiment, sentiment, or know what my sentiment is. You don't uh-huh. have to necessarily understand it. Um, uh-huh. but my 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 little piece of trivia is, and I wish it was complete. It's not a complete piece of trivia. I'm hoping you'll be able to finish it off, Charlie. Uh-huh. Um. I saw on Twitter, or maybe it was Reddit, uh, that David Lynch was meant to direct a movie that was like, I don't know, like, it might have been like the Spongebob movie, or like, oh, it was Return of the Jedi. He was supposed to direct Return of the Jedi, and I'm very happy. true, I didn't know that. I'm very happy he did not. Yeah, look it up, Make make sure it's true. I saw it on Twitter. Um, I'm so glad I remembered it right now. Um, I follow this account that's uh, that that talks about like the differences between the the Star Wars movies over time, like they as they edit them and make them like different or, or worse in some situations. Uh, but somebody like tweeted and they were like, "Happy Return of the Jedi release day!" Uh, it's crazy. Or no, it was David Lynch's birthday. They were like, "Happy birthday to David Lynch!" Oh, yeah, it was that was recent, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's why that's why I remembered it because he was it was his birthday and said, "Happy birthday to David Lynch." Um, the the runner-up director or you know he, potential director yeah. for Return of the Jedi. I'm seeing here it says um, George Lucas originally wanted David Lynch to direct it, but David Lynch turned it down. Rightfully so, and and thank goodness he did because I don't know. How. That'd have been interesting. Well, David Lynch directed uh, Dune. Um, oh, the newest Dune. Like with the, or, 
the earlier um earlier doing oh I yeah been three doings there's been david lynch there's been hodorowski mm. and then this one but i don't think people really like david lynch is doing that much um, well good thing because george lucas should not be talking to people like that that would have been interesting i you know you're right but i'm i would like to like see both in the same universe like yeah. obviously keep the current one but if there was like a david lynch's return of the jedi same characters and everything like he definitely watch. wouldn't have been able to like do like too much of a weird thing because like i feel like they would have they would have probably and i feel like that's maybe why i didn't take it partly because i feel like he thought he might have been held back a bit because like they didn't they wouldn't want him to like be too weird because <laughs> like there's already um sort of two movies before so you can't really get like you know you can't really put too much of his own thing on it um yeah so but, that's um, my little piece of trivia that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I, I just have one more piece of trivia because mm-hmm. um, we should wrap up soon because like they got to yeah. do the yeah, but, um, and we also have to pick a movie. But there's just one last thing I'm going to say is <clears throat> apparently Stanley Kubrick made the cast of The Shining watch this film oh. to get in the mood of fulfilling a horror picture. Um, so that's interesting. And, and also to add on to that, I also um, am reading here that... Um, Uh, apparently, when Lynch met Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick um, told Lynch that Eraserhead was his favorite movie. Wow! So apparently, at one Great point, minds. Kubrick's favorite movie was Eraserhead. So, are, are, <laughs> so well, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, minds, minds, yes. minds think alike. <laughs> Just minds. Just minds. Kubrick and Weird Lynch minds. minds they think great alike. filmmaker minds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Jeez. that's a raise your head. Um, I guess we'll do ratings. Uh, I, <clears throat> I of course, I continue to give this movie a, a 10 out of 10. I just think it's it's one of the most interesting movies I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like it before, since, um, before or since I watched it. And <clears throat> I think the way that it portrays a certain feeling, that being anxiety mostly, um, <clears throat> is just so, it's just so unique and it's so effective to me. And I, I just like the way Lynch shows it, how he does. And I like that it's so unapologetically weird. And it, it's just so engrossing to me. And I love it so much. Nothing else like it, 10 out of 10. I I gave this movie one half of a star out of five. <laughs> so you like you like The Happening better than this movie? I give The Happenings... Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, wow. And that shot a lot better than Dave Lynch. Well, well, you don't have to talk about that. Just, just the two movies. But there's nothing like this movie. I hope I never see anything like it. Um, I, I really, it was really difficult to get through this movie. I, I had a every every couple minutes, I would check the time to see how much was left in the movie. Um, painful to get through. Not a fun experience for me. Like, oh. I, I, this is very interesting that we were able to pick a movie where. I gave it the highest possible rating. You gave it the lowest possible. Rating. That's very interesting. That's, I, I don't know if there's any other movie that will happen. I, I liked 2001 much more than I like this movie. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. This movie. I, Head, yeah. I don't. Richard I don't. Even more abstract. I don't particularly it's a, it's a, need it makes to watch sense. this movie ever again. This this supports the idea that this movie is either love it or hate it because yeah, that's what's happening right. Here. So true. Um, <laughs> let me let me read something real quick 
after now that we've given our ratings. Um, the Villanova Leadership Program provides six different workshops on leadership tips and tricks, theories, and networking. Get Villanova Leadership certified and become a better leader. For more info, go to villanova.edu slash VLP. Okay. Um, so quickly, I guess, I, I want you to take the reins on picking the movie next week since uh, you were subjected to a racer head. No, no <laughs> I wasn't subjected. Yes. I, I voluntarily agreed. Um, you should take the reins on this one. Well, okay, let, let me see what we have on this list here. Uh, we got Ferris Bueller, Prestige. We already did a um, Nolan, didn't we? We did. Mm -hmm. We did Memento. Yeah, we did. We did Memento last semester. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the maybe the Prestige. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Actually, I think. There's a situation where we can have live on the show, so maybe we should save. Oh, okay. She, yeah, okay. There's yeah. there's like a built-in time where her, her uh, class does not meet. Okay. So it's possible we can have Scott Pilgrim, except I think Danielle still won't be able to show, show up, but that's okay. Um, right. Uncut Gems, a Ghibli. We'll do that at some point. There will be blood. Um, I actually, I I was meaning I wanted to watch Twelve Angry Men. Good one. Um. I think I, I would like to do that one. Okay, great. That's yeah. a great pick. I decided to watch that again. Yeah, awesome. I, I remember I, I wrote that on this list and I, I thought about it and I, I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Classic. So next week, two, uh, February first, Twelve Angry Men. Watch it. That's watch it. it. You don't want to be spoiled um, for next week. Can't wait to be back in the studio. Um, yes. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Love you, appreciate you on that. Um, try to say to responsibly, you know. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you all. Have a good one. Listen to WXVU for programming through our partnership with Philadelphia's Germantown Radio. Tune in every Saturday at 2 p.m. for Cue the Mic, a show that celebrates the LGBTQ community. For more information on Germantown radio programming, visit gtownradio.com. Villanova University.